0: To this Week in Marketing Show, also known as the TWIM Show. I'm your host, Salih and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of July 20, 2020. We will start first with an update from Facebook, uh, where Facebook just announced their Q3 una- uh, earnings. Actually, it's Q2 earnings in Q3. Um, this seems to be the earnings seasons. I mean, in the past two weeks, we have covered uh, earnings report from other platforms, Twitter and whatnot. So this was an interesting uh, report from Facebook where, you know, they have added 100 million more users and reports on 11% revenue growth uh, even during uh, COVID-19. And why is this interesting? It's interesting because, you know, if I look at the numbers in uh, detail, if I like, you know, go beyond what they've reported or what's in the news, and I'm going to actually pull up the earnings report on my screen right here so that you all can also see what I'm looking at. Um, What you will, let me make sure, uh, what you will see is, uh, again, if you're watching it uh, on the video on YouTube, you will probably be able to see the screen, is uh, I'm going through, first of all, their daily active users in millions, right? It has gone up. And I think that's the one where they're saying they've added users and then blah, blah, blah. But, you know, uh, where, and it's actually about, you know, if you look at like the daily active users and monthly active users, it's 66%, which is about the roughly about the same thing uh, that they have their users, but, you know, they didn't 100 million users. Now, with Facebook, we do know that they sometimes go through this account cleaning process where they will delete some people's account. And, I have seen and I have experienced this firsthand where you know, I know people, people who have worked for me and they have lost their account just because Facebook went through it and they went back and created those new accounts. So Facebook doesn't really differentiate between those two things. So that's something very important to notice. Uh, and then you know if you're looking at the screen again, the other thing is like the average revenue per user. And that's a very interesting number. Their average revenue per user has actually about is about the same as Q2 2019. So year over year, there and this is I'm looking at the worldwide number. Like, you know, last year Q2 uh, average revenue per user uh, worldwide was seven dollars and five cents, and it's about the same again in Q2 20. So even though they've added 100 million new users, I mean, their revenue really ha- uh, hasn't really gone up. I mean, or it could have gone down just because you know they have 100 million more users. So some things like you know now we need to go and dig a little deep level deeper and, and that's what interesting. But you know, um, but hey, we are all marketers, we don't really care whether it's Facebook is making money or not, but you know, this is something we need to understand because if we are advertising on Facebook, we need to know what's really happening. Like if we are gonna travel on a ship we want to make sure that the ship is solid and it is well built and all those things, right? Uh, again, most of the time when we fly or we travel on a ship, we don't have to worry about it because we trust the process, the systems that are out there, you know, whether it's the safety inspections and all the, you know, uh, rules and all those things that are in place, we know that, you know, the ship is airworthy and that there are countries where, you know, uh, they're not airworthy or seaworthy and there are like, you know, things they don't get to, you know, they get flagged, But, you know, with Facebook, no one's doing it. Like, you know, obviously the stock market does that and, and we cannot, as a marketer, cannot really go rely on the stock market. So for us, we need to actually look at their uh, earnings report and kind of, you know, triangulate and find our own answers. Like, see, you know, where is this leading to? Especially we are slowly, not slowly, we're actually uh, moving into the Q3 slash Q4 holiday season, which basically means we need to start preparing for ourselves. Is Facebook going to be a competitive market uh, in terms of when it comes to advertising and marketing? And if so, what other channels should we focus on? That's where this is all driving. I'm discussing it not because you know I love Facebook or because you know I have stocks in Facebook, but because as a marketer, is Facebook going to be our You know, dominant advertising channel, or should we um, basically create a multi channel strategy where 60% goes to Facebook or 50% goes to Facebook and everything else goes into other channels? But that's for you to decide. I mean, I know what we are going to do for our own businesses and clients we serve. But for this uh, particular case, you know, you have to decide and you have to go through this report by yourself, and you know, hopefully, uh, you will be able to. Come up with your own numbers. So with that, let's move on to the next, uh, you know, uh, update. But before we do that, you know, we one thing also you need to notice is like you know how much cash does Facebook has on hand. That's very interesting because once you look at that, and then this obviously uh, update makes more sense, which is Facebook is now offering more money, or uh, also offering money to reels user to create uh, TikTok type videos. Right? Again, the battle is on. Right, uh, TikTok announced it last week. Hey, we're gonna create a creators fund and we're gonna give you money to co create videos for TikTok. And Facebook's like, Hey, we have the money. Why are we not gonna do that? And then Facebook, this is, I think, their second try when it comes to creating short videos. The previously they failed, and again, they're not gonna give up because, again, TikTok is highly addictive, guys. I'm telling you, if you have not been on TikTok, you should go on TikTok, again, not as a consumer, but as a kind of a strategist, as a kind of someone who looks at it and seeing where is this world going into. What's coming around, not today, what's hot, not today, but what's going to be hot five years from now. Right. You don't want to miss out the next Facebook. And it seems like TikTok is all the buzz again, not just because TikTok is organically growing, but also uh, it has all this virality that's been built into this platform, which actually uh, really makes it very addictive. Uh, Short videos you can swipe up and, you know, share with very easily. One thing I will do note, um, I've noticed recently is that TikTok doesn't allow you to download the TikTok videos that easily as it used to do previously. That seems like you know TikTok was playing this growth hacking space, growth marketing space, and now that they've achieved that growth, they've achieved that thing, they've turned it off so that now users stay more on their platform. Nevertheless, this is about uh, Facebook. Let's focus on Facebook, which is now they're offering money uh, to create um, um really tiktok type videos they're calling it as reels and it's actually going to make it into uh youtube no, sorry. i sorry i apologize it's not youtube but it's going to be on instagram check it out uh we are going to put the link into the whole uh article if you really want to read it. but you know basically there is money available uh so if this is something you want to focus on please go ahead and tap into that fund and that you'll be glad you did So moving on, our next update is from Snapchat. Basically, Snapchat has published a new study on evolving video consumption behaviors. Now, the thing is, guys, again, if you are not um, even if you are not marketing on Snapchat or any other platforms besides Facebook or whatever YouTube, whatever the chat panel, this is still nevertheless this is a very um, good read. Uh, I looked at it and you know I thought it was very valuable just because in terms of. wrapping my head around not only just what I am doing in Facebook and uh, YouTube and Google and Instagram, but just in general, where is this market heading into, right? Again, we don't want to be like, you know, tunnel vision and just look at one channel and only one channel and then, you know, lose out. Like, I'm especially calling out those guys who were really tunnel vision because before Facebook, there was only Google. Right. only Google and only Google and only Google and only SEO. And what I think, you know, while specialization does have a space and the, like, you know, specialization does have its place, but we need to know across the board in terms of what's happening in the marketing landscape and what's actually, uh, you know, really, because then again, we can actually make the right determination for our clients, right? And then we could specialize on one particular area, which is, hey, I know across the board, but again, I know very, very deep into Google. And that's what we do for our clients. And my clients love that just because, you know, we, I know across the board, I know all the platforms. I know the ins and out of all the platforms. I know the strengths and the weaknesses of the platforms. And then, you know, I've gone very deep into the whole Google platform just because Google is so deep. So coming back into the Snapchat report is, you know, they talk about, you know, in terms of, you know, that short form video, and I'm looking at the report right now, the short form video uh, provides... uh, flexibility, uh, content should be personal, shareable, and relatable. Like, you know, look, these are some things we all know, right? Some Oftentimes we overlook it. So it's a good thing to read and, you know, see what it is. And also, you know, I didn't know Snapchat is the go-to destination for meaningful connections, right? Who knew that? And again, uh, those numbers can actually uh, help you and those strategies can help you. Like, you can say, hey, if I'm going to try to, if I'm going to coach, if I'm going to If I'm in the coaching industry, education industry, and I want to create meaningful uh, relationship, maybe this is a platform I should try it out, right? We never know. You need to test. Always be testing. Always be testing. And, you know, folks, uh, if you're not testing, you're losing out. So that's all for Snapchat. I don't want to uh, talk too much about it. Uh, Let's move on to the next one, which is, I think, comes from LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn has published, again, new guide on setting your business up for recovery post-COVID-19. So why is this worthy mentioning? Is that, you look, know, COVID's here, COVID's like really punched everyone in the gut, and everyone's like, you know, really taking a breather or trying to figure out what are, what's next. COVID's going to go, right? COVID's not going to be here forever. And we need to start focusing on, you know, what's going to be happening again uh, after COVID. Now, LinkedIn... It's very interesting because we covered this also in our past episodes or shows where LinkedIn has actually taken a step further step in terms of you know, being the content leader and being the platform, the business platform where they're actually helping uh, platforms, or businesses uh, kind of position themselves with during COVID and post COVID recovery. So LinkedIn is like, you know, because LinkedIn being owned by Microsoft, they're thinking more from a business standpoint, hey, uh, this is what you need to do. and providing the thought leadership, right? providing the thought leadership in terms of what we should be doing um, during COVID and post-COVID. Now, with that said, let me pull up the report that LinkedIn published so that I can actually share some of the points that LinkedIn has actually touched on. Okay, there you go I pulled it up and what I basically see here is that you know this is um, you know they basically divided this whole report into six parts the first one is know your role second is current state assessment and number three is tech stock number four is optimize and measurement strategy with LinkedIn uh, number five is activate uh, platforms best practices number six is alignment goals. Now, what's interesting is that, you know, it is very valuable. And I know I keep talking about uh, something or the other that you all should read and I link it from our show. It's like, you know, these are this valuable stuff. If you're, in bus- if you're in business or if you're in marketing and you're serious about this industry, about survival, we need to always be reading and always be learning. So anyway, rather than going so deep into each one of them, I will just quickly say, you know, one of the ways, you know, I realized and this is something I knew already, but some, I overlooked and I forgot about it. And that's the best part of going through some of these reports is like Google Trends, right? Focus on Google's trend. Uh, what LinkedIn is saying in, hey, in, under tech stock, which is step number three is, you know, look at Google Trends and see what's, what's happening in our industry, what's in demand and things like that. And Google Trends has been actually... Uh, a big uh, predictor of, you know, demand as well as where the market is heading. And then obviously step four was an optimizer measurement strategy with LinkedIn. And they basically talk about, you know, in LinkedIn, you can be impression, reach CTR CPAs, and other business outcomes. Again, um, you could do that. Uh, and um, it talks about, you know, how you could actually succeed in, um, you know, best practices with on LinkedIn platforms. Right. Uh, and then aligning your goals and figuring out how you could actually market. Again, LinkedIn is definitely pushing you more into the LinkedIn platform, asking you to uh, advertise on LinkedIn again. You never know. Right. There are people on LinkedIn. LinkedIn seems to be the uh, you know, platform for business to business relationship, professional relationship. Maybe it's a platform for you as well. If you have not tested you would not know. So with that, definitely focus on LinkedIn uh, at least a little bit. Spend at least ten percent of your marketing budget and the rising budget on LinkedIn, and see where it goes. Right? Okay, that's great. Uh, let's move on to the next one, which is basically uh, TikTok. Right, the new kid on the block uh, who seems to be making a lot of noises as well as um, you know, putting a lot of uh, platforms on notice and basically making platforms like Facebook the 800-pound gorilla into, you know, uh, rethinking or or innovating what they can do to uh, survive. So, again, this was something covered in the last week, which is TikTok says it will pay, uh, it will create a creator's fund and it will help create, uh, you know, videos for tiktok but now they're saying is that and they updated it, and now they're saying they're going to create pay creators a total of two billion dollars in the next three years so why is this news it just tells you what how serious tiktok is in terms of you know not just advertising in the market space and i've seen tiktok advertisements on facebook i've seen it on youtube and i've seen it in twitter yes i use all those platforms and i've seen their advertisement everywhere pop in addition to that advertising and reaching people it created that momentum and now they want to capture that momentum and continue with this is that you know, they're going to create, pay out creators and help creators create uh, videos. That's one. Second thing is also it helps you even if you're marketing for yourself or for your clients, it gives you a strategy. Right. This is the purpose of this show. Not just bring you the news, but also analyze it and tell you. Look at what's the strategy? What's the growth hacking approach they're applying? Now we may not have two hundred million dollars to play with, or two billion dollars to play with, and we may not be backed by China or whatnot. But we could still take that thing and scale it down and apply it to our own business. And how can we position ourselves to basically uh, you know, get the word out? Maybe two hundred, maybe two thousand, maybe twenty thousand, who knows? But the thing is. Um, You know, this is something, you know, we need to take into account that how is TikTok actually been able to grow? Because, again, this is that's what they do in MBA schools, right? They do case studies. And I'm pretty sure if it is not already been done, TikTok is going to be a case study in one of those, you know, Ivy League universities of the MBA course. And how did TikTok achieve growth so fast and what did they do and what could have they done differently and things like that? Okay, guys, uh, so that's about it. Uh, check it out. Uh, there has been an update posted from TikTok in terms of, you know, on their uh, two, uh, 200 million creators fund, which is going to be actually bump up to $2 billion in the next three years. With that, let's move on to the next TikTok update, which is uh, now TikTok is providing tips on how to boost uh, content performance on the platform. So I pulled up that report or the, you know, newsroom update from TikTok or blog, whatever, actual news announcement from TikTok. And, you know, obviously this is something I have not created videos on TikTok, right? And I have, whatever I've done is I've consumed videos on TikTok and I've basically been engrossed into it. Just the aspect of it. But, you know, Reading this uh, article or the news release actually was very helpful. Like, for example, they said, you know, uh, vertical videos perform best on TikTok, so do videos that are longer than five seconds. That's good information. Uh, If you haven't done it, now you know what to do. Uh, Sometimes a great caption is just as captivating as the content of the video. Use space in captions to add context and share more about a video. Creative effects, voice effects, and sounds work well. Uh, Measuring video performance, how to measure gauge, uh, by looking at analytics, switching to a pro account, use your analytics tool to gain better understanding of your content performance and engagement. Again, just by reading this whole news release, I understood like a lot of the stuff that I should be doing, I can be doing, and how I could be actually uh, creating uh, better content on TikTok, even though I've never created it. Now I can go in, and even if I start to create it, I have actually an idea of what I need to do, rather than, uh, you know, creating a horizontal video and maybe of something that's like, you know, half uh, asked, uh, but you know, just doing something, uh, which is, with this guidance would be good uh, in uh, to in like, hey, this is something I didn't know. There are hashtags that I can use to connect my videos to uh, the right audience, like you, increase the chances. So that's good, music and sounds. Uh, experimenting with content blah 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 so guys what i'm going to do is what are going to put the link in the you know show page go ahead check it out for yourself right it's hard for me to go and in depth with this uh all this stuff that's been covered in this thing uh but you know i'm just saying it's out there check it out if you're going to create uh you know videos for tiktok this is something you should definitely check out now moving on the last update from tiktok has been there has been a lot of rumors, and actually, the TikTok ban. Uh, President, you know, Donald Trump has basically said he was planning to ban TikTok as of yesterday. I haven't heard anything about it. And yesterday being Saturday, I'm recording this show on Sunday morning, so maybe he has banned, and I just haven't heard it. Uh, again, along the same time, you know, we've heard about Microsoft buying TikTok, right? And now that this morning, I did read somewhere that you know that that talk is on hold because uh, President Trump is t- thinking about banning TikTok. Now, if you've been following our show, you know I've talked about you know, TikTok may get banned. The U.S. government is against it. Some of these services uh, or corporations in America are against TikTok and they've told their employees not to use uh, TikTok on their phone, if it's corporate phone, things like that. So where this is all going is it's a very dynamic situation. Uh, if Microsoft does end up buying TikTok or say if Google buys TikTok, which I, th- I doubt they would be able to just because of the, um, um, what is it called, the monopoly, I uh, forgot what's the term, uh, the antitrust issues that that is around it in terms of monopoly that they will create. And I think they will get through the regulators and maybe they will, they have very good lawyers. But where I'm going with this is uh, if Microsoft does end up buying TikTok, that will be very interesting. They have TikTok and they have uh, LinkedIn. Right. Microsoft becomes this £2,000 gorilla that is going to basically pounce and hit Facebook and Google so much that they will probably be suffering. So will Snapchat, Twitter, and Pinterest and whatnot, but I think there would be a big more to lose. With the, how does this happen? I mean, if this deal will go through or not, I do not know. You know, it's a rumor at this point, but I'm pretty sure that uh, TikTok will be bought out by some company out there just because they need to divest and basically create, divorce that link between, uh, not divorce is the right word, maybe break up that link between TikTok, which is owned by ByteDance and China, right? That's where all this thing is happening because again, somehow um, this there has been report that and somehow this has actually worked with uh, it has gone through the industry that you know TikTok basically sends all the data to China and this is a national security interest and the banning India has banned TikTok and I don't think TikTok can take a ban from the US because if it does take a ban from the US then likelihood then uh, Europe is gonna follow and if Europe is gonna follow then TikTok is as a product, it's just dead. Right, so it's the TikTok's founders, uh, investors' best interest to divest, uh, to basically find a new owner under new leadership that is not linked to China. So that will happen. Uh, ban, even if it happens, it's going to be very temporary because eventually they will uh, unban it, uh, basically bring it back in. Um, but where it is, who's going to own it? We do not know. Right? It could be Microsoft. It could not be Microsoft. It could be Google. We do not know. But we'll have to see. It. But if it's Facebook guys, oh my God, that's going to be like. It's crazy in terms of everywhere, right? It's good and it's bad. It's gonna be dangerous. So I hope that doesn't happen. With that, let's move on to the next one. Okay, moving on. The next one is from Google Chrome. So Google Chrome, basically what they've done is the Google Ad Transparency Team, or I think something it's called something around that, is they've given basically created an extension that allows us to see all the types of ads that are run on that page. Now here's the interesting, and and I will explain to you why I'm covering this in our show. Number one is it's that it's a very early version of the extension. It's called the alpha version. That's what they're calling it, and I understand it. I've used it. I find, because sometimes what they're saying is sometimes we go to a web page and they have a lot of other ads, like you know, embedded ads such as um, display ads or video ads embedded into it, and there are a lot of trackers that we don't see in a naked, through our naked eye because they're all behind the scene collecting data, and they're giving us the ability to uh, you know really click on that extension and see what's actually being run on that page. Now here's what's interesting, and this is why I'm covering it in our show is because we as a marketer, this is like just godsend tool. Right. Why? Now we could actually um, you know, use it on our competitors and competitive analysis like in terms of, huh, that's interesting. And I wonder who they're running it against. I wonder where else they're saying it. Look at this from that perspective. That's one of the reasons why I'm covering it. I'm not covering it because, you know, it's just, oh, I am an end user because this show is not for end users. This show is for marketers and business owners who are looking to get an age in marketing and in business. So look through those lenses and you will see it's very valuable. I actually, I know we can do that by right-clicking view source and then, you know, a lot of stuff happen again. some of those things get masked by Tag Manager. So again, uh, how effectively does this tool work? I haven't really thoroughly tested, but at an initial test, I liked it. And it just gives me all this information uh, at my disposal very quickly, easily. I don't have to look at source, dig through all the source, HTML source, and things like that. So check it out if you haven't. You'll be glad you did. And then you know use it for, uh, I wouldn't say use it for bad reasons, but use it to get some understanding of what your competition is doing. Where else can you advertise that your competition is doing and you're not doing it? That's the way you should be looking at it. Now, moving into the next, last part, I believe, uh, towards the last uh, end of the thing is that Pinterest has basically shared a report where they have gone up to 400 million monthly active users, and they shared insights into rising usage trends. Again, they covered it last week, I'm covering it this week, I'm covering it all the time. It's like, guys, you don't have to necessarily advertise on that platform to basically read all these reports. Uh, and folks, you need to read just to understand where the market is going, what's in people's mind, what kind of stuff can you use to bring it back into your own channel wherever you're advertising. That's what you should be looking at. You should not be saying and saying, oh, I don't advertise on Pinterest, I, this is not for me. What you need to understand is it gives you a competitive analysis. Uh, I wouldn't say analysis, I take it back, competitive uh, information. Uh, it's like doing a recon mission where you're getting an idea of, okay, most people are thinking about meditation. Most people are worried about this kind of stuff. Then you take that thing and apply this to your business, to your strategy in the platform of your choice, right? That's how you should be, uh, you know, using this information, even though if you're not using it. So check out the report if you haven't and figure it out. uh, If there's some things you can... um, Use it for your business or not, and I'm going to go into the last portion of it, which is the last update from Twitter, is that Twitter is actually uh, serving uh, users to see, you know, if they want. Uh, to pay for tweet subscriptions if they want a Twitter with no ads, things like that. It's interesting because we just touched on it, I think, I believe last week on the show where we were saying that, you know, hey, uh, Twitter is thinking about doing that, but that won't come in 2020, but maybe 2021. Now Twitter is already uh, surveying its users, so basically that shows Twitter is thinking of a different business model than Facebook or the other platforms, which is they take out data and then they sell ads, whereas Twitter is considering, hey, can there be a revenue model if people were to pay for it and see no ads or they would, we pay, people will pay for it and we'll give them certain features. It's interesting, Again, not only from the marketing standpoint but also from a business standpoint, overall, Like, you know, what are the ways we could do uh, to evolve our business, to innovate our business and so forth. So uh, anyway, uh, there is nothing to link into it. I just wanted to kind of briefly mention this so that you know, you kind of stay and uh, be in the know and then figure out what's happening. So with that already, folks, that's it for This Week in Marketing. And now you know everything uh, you need to know to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. And if you enjoyed this episode of This Week in Marketing, make sure you subscribe and give us a thumbs up. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, and signing off until next week. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.